following is a Distorted View Sideshow exclusive. Who gives a shit? Well, that was hurtful. Hey, freaks, it's Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, sharing a pizza vomit smoothie with your bestie. Plus, the sounds of pig gooning. Mead's mom was a jealous alcoholic train wreck of a woman. And the most annoying couple in the world share a love surge. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents news anchors fighting during a commercial break. First segment. It's done that way all the time. It That's frequently what I was told. is. It frequently well, is. Well, then we better Do you talk about it. hear me complaining about it? Then we better tonight talk about it. Tonight I'm complaining because tonight I then said Then we better hey, talk about it because I think I you've got a problem. I think we've got a problem. All right? If that's what you think, then we'll talk about it after the show, and we'll talk about it with Roger Bell. Because I'm not going to sit here night after night and put up with this shit. Okay? Night after night? Night after night? Well, Where, that, what, it looks to I, me like that's the way it's going to go, I'll take Anne. the ante up a little higher than that, even. You're not only wrong, you're way out of line. Let me tell you something. You started it, pal. You want Harold Green, you might get him. That's fine with me. Fine with me. Good old Harold Green. Okay. Okay. You want to start dealing with shit? Go ahead. That's what you want. You just might get it. You know, you go home and have a couple of shooters, and I don't know what the fuck happens, but when you come back, you're not the same lady. That's not true. Some nights it is, Ann. When news happens, you see it happen on Channel 7. The number one station for news and information in Southern California. Now, Paul Moyer, Ann Martin, Johnny Mountain Weather, and Todd Donahoe Sports. This is Eyewitness News Tonight. The Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I actually want to be brainless. <laughs> if I were to molest somebody, I definitely would have done anal no matter what. Yeah! Try new peanut butter AIDS. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you for your sideshow exclusive Tuesday podcast. Have a great one for you today. I do not have a new Sextastic Tuesday story for you, although some of you by the end of today's program are going to wish I did. Even you freaks who aren't a huge fan of Sextastic Tuesday, you're going to be wishing for a story. Why? Well, in place of a story, you know, I got to fill this time with something. Uh, Typically, that's audio clips. And uh, today I've got several clips from someone that goes by the name Kinky Kevin. The issue here is uh, how kinky Kevin is. To adequately answer that question, I think we should just play the first clip I have here for you. Today we're gonna have a nice drink made from milk and pizza. He's going to make a milk and pizza smoothie. Yeah, he's going to put that stuff in the blender and chug it. What's so kinky about that, though, you may be asking? Well, here's the thing. When the milk and pizza get deposited into the blender, they're already kind of blended up. That's because uh, he just pukes into the blender. Ah, some milk. Yeah, he eats the pizza, chugs some milk. And then that concoction yeah. gets vomited into the blender. 
Let's shake it. I gotta say, after he blends it up, it do- it looks like a strawberry smoothie, honestly. We're gonna have this. Doesn't look too bad. Yeah. Taste that. Yeah, what's gross is it's not just him that tastes his puke blended up. Uh, it's a friend. And then they lick each other. And that was just my introduction to Kinky Kevin. It gets so much worse. I mean, the boy is pretty kinky. He seems to be obsessed with pizza. Uh, In the first video, he had the pizza smoothie. This video, there's something crackly. Oh, it's a huge bio. Not sure what he's saying there. Bio, bile, it's shit. I mean, you you recognize that crackling sound, right? Our boy is going to be baking some shit pizza. Once again, he invites his friend over. The friend seems to be the one eating the shit pizza. Kinky Kevin himself is just eating his uh, crap out of a dog bowl. Yeah. Making this pizza slice is so brown. Yeah, it is a very brown pizza. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. They're doing that thing that uh, happens in porn a lot where nothing sexual is happening. They're literally just eating. I mean, they're eating shit, but still, they're just eating. But they're making sex noises. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Soon, though, tragedy strikes. Yeah. Something's not sitting well with his friend. <laughs> yeah. He vomits up the shit pizza, but, you know, he also doesn't want to be an ungrateful bad guest, so even though he pukes on the table, he then licks it up. And then... Uh, as a peace offering, yeah. he pees in Kinky Kevin's drink. Unfortunately for these two guys, English is not their first language, and the audio is kind of crappy to begin with. So uh, I guess thankfully for you, I don't have a lot of great Kinky Kevin audio. I do have one uh, here where he's celebrating pride by shitting in the middle of a bunt cake. I don't know what he's saying about pride there, actually. This might be an anti-LGBTQ video, actually. But he shits, like, right in the hole of the bun cake. Bullseye. I will say, as far as shitting videos go, uh, it's got everything I look for. Close-up. Crackling. Beautiful cake. After that bun cake hole is sufficiently filled with uh, Kinky Kevin's shit, his friend uh, then eats Kinky Kevin's butt clean. Oh, more. <laughs> I love your tongue. Yeah, Kinky Kevin is loving this. How does he repay his friend? By jamming his head into the cake. I can't believe you like this mess. Oh, you really like this shit. Kinky Kevin also uh, stomps his foot onto the cake and then makes his friend. Uh, lick his toes, his shit-covered toes. Happy Pride Month. Yep, happy Pride. This is what the gays do during Pride Month. I 
now you wanna taste the cake from my feet. This is when the video gets gross. Shitting into a bun cake and eating it, I can handle. Toe licking? Ew. It's just so unnatural. Gross. I think you get the idea. That's uh, what Kinky Kevin is up to. In one video, he blends up liver and then pukes on his friend. (laughs) It's like chunky pink liver coming out. The slurry. And then the dude, his friend, just masturbates with the slop as lube. They're very dirty boys. That's Kinky Kevin um, just using the bathroom, I guess. Okay, look, enough shit and vomit today. Let's just move on. You know, while I was looking for Kinky Kevin content, uh, a video was suggested to me uh, called Demon Possession, where a Mexican gooner loses control. Naturally, I had to click on that and see what uh, what was what was going on there. Yeah, while this guy's masturbating, he's apparently listening to some gooner hypnosis clips. And he really does lose control. Listen to him come. His eyes are rolling back in his head. He's beginning to drool. And eventually he comes here. you lose control. Now I see what Alexis K. Tyler was talking about. Also suggested to me were some other uh, Gooner Bait videos that weren't demonic. This is a uh, called (laughs) Y'all just sound like retarded people, like, you know, untrainables. Ones who can't speak, right? I think he's French or something. Boy, it really is the language of love, isn't it? It just sounds so romantic. Anyway, this video is titled Porn Baiter Pig. And I've noticed a lot of baiters are using the term oink now. I think it's because of the sounds they make, obviously. They're just, you know, baiter pigs. To me, they sound like the undead. You know, like in those zombie movies. It's so strange because in zombie movies, zombies really have two modes. You know, like you'll see them like in in a large group together or when they're far away and not a threat. You you know, you hear them a lot. They're like, they cannot be quiet, right? Until it's the middle of the night and they're sneaking up behind you. Then all of a sudden they're they're as quiet as a mouse. That's also when they become super fast. I don't understand how they uh, go from being like a slobbering imbecile to a light-footed Kenyan runner when the sun goes down. It's very bizarre. Here's one final video titled Oink, 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 Bader Goon. Again, it's like... It's a zombie. (laughs) No, it's a zombie doing poppers. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough of the sex stuff today. Let's move on. 
I've got a short Stephen Dawson update. Stephen is uh, just about as creepy as those gay zombie sex noises. Stephen, though, is most definitely not gay. He is very straight. You know, he's stalking Preeti. He's very upset, though, because Preeti has officially called him creepy on, uh, I don't know, social media or one of her phone chat lines or something. Uh, good evening. Um, I want to know, Pretty, why do you find me a bit creepy for? Why? <laughs> why are you saying this to people, you know, on, on, on your naughty phone lines, you know? Why, why are you saying this to me for? Why? I guess people now call into the Preeti phone sex lines to talk about Stephen Dawson. Why? I thought me and you were friends or something and all that. No. You, know, you shouldn't say things about me. Be on me back. He's like one of those guys that go to a strip club and think that the strippers are actually into him. I think I have a shot with her. It's like you are paying her to like you. But the, the situation with Pretty and Steven here, it's the exact same thing. She puts up with you because she has your credit card information. Why? Why? I thought me and you were friends or something and all that. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't say things about me. Be on me back like that. That is very rude of you, really. She's had to file restraining orders on this guy. <laughs> you know, very rude of you. That's why I've made you this, you see. A final display folder book, look, see? I don't know why I blame bother. I made one for you anyway. I don't know why I bother. And you can't even forgive me? What's the matter with you, eh? What's the matter with you? You're supposed to be nice to me, and you're not? Yeah. I, isn't I, I have half a mind to drive to your house and blow it up with a bomb. This video goes on for another minute or so, but it's just the, the same stuff over and over. I thought we were friends, pretty. This isn't very nice what you're doing to me, pretty. While I love seeing Steven in distress, I kind of miss happy Steven. Happy horny Steven with his ding dong babies. I hope we get back to that soon. Put all this unpleasantness behind us. All right, uh, let's move on. I do have one other U-Tard update. It's our good buddy Mead, but this has nothing to do with his uh, weight loss journey. I just happened to be on the Apricity today and saw that Mead posted... Some, I mean, I, this is new information. I was blown away when I read this because, you know, Mead has always talked very fondly about his mom. His poor mother who passed away, I don't know, 30 years ago at this point, 20 years ago. Check this shit out. I have a feeling this post is going to be deleted at some point. I'm screen capping this. You know, like Mead's going to come to his senses and be like, oh, I shouldn't be saying these things about my mom. Uh, he wrote, uh, he started a new thread titled, My mother was emotionally unstable. She had a drinking problem. Mead's mom was a lush. Is that what killed her? Um, yes, she had a drinking problem and would call and harass my dad at work. It got him fired from a couple of jobs. She called his secretary a whore and other, and other names. Other than that, she was a very warm-hearted, loving woman. Also, I, I, more information coming out from this post. He then says, My older autistic sister would threaten to hurt my mother and other family members and then run outside naked. It caused my mom to hit the sauce. So, you know, he's blaming his mom's alcoholism on his autistic sister. My question is, how autistic is the sister? Is she more or less autistic than Mead himself? I just love in that very short post of his, he learned so much new stuff. It's great. Uh, Incal replied to Mead's post by saying, uh, is any member of your family mentally okay? 
So he's not getting a lot of a sympathy on the apricity. Frank Hammer also replied saying, too much information. Sharing your family's dirty secrets is poor form. Mead, do not listen to Frank Hammer. That is a bad comment, Frank. We want Mead to continue opening up. Rothair replied, is your father the only functional family member or does he have some issues worth mentioning as well? Mead started that thread, though, at like 530 in the morning. I, I don't know if he stayed up all night and was groggy and emotional, but I have a feeling he is going to delete that uh, entire post real soon. All right, uh, let's move on. I've got a clip here of an altercation at a UPS store between a worker and a customer. Can you leave? Please, no, can you please leave? Can you please leave? Please? I follow the Ten Commandments. Can you leave, please? Can you leave? When you immediately invoke religious doctrine into your argument, I feel like you've already lost. Ma'am, this is a UPS store. You don't need to follow the Ten Commandments here. You just need to follow packaging, shipping, and weight guidelines. It looks like she's trying to mail a brick of some sort, maybe cologne or perfume, but it's not in a, a shipping box. I will be calling the police on you, ma'am. Good. I will call them. Pat, okay. Call them right now. Call them right okay. now. Call them right now. I want to talk to them. I want to tell them that you keep discriminating against a I very innocent you. woman. I'm asking you to leave because you're you being rude right now. You know my sister's a serial killer. You know Beale's a serial killer. You know Joe Freeman's a serial killer. You're being rude right now. And by the way, you know they're right going to kill now. you. They're going to kill Get you. Get out of here. Have we played this clip before? I seem to recall a woman invoking uh, this a serial killer's name or threatening to sick a serial killer on the UPS employee. Get out! Get out! Get out! Oh, yeah. Get out! Get out! I remember that voice. Get out, please! Eventually, the woman does leave. I'm not going to play the rest because, again, I just realized we've, we've played that before. I apologize. One clip I know we haven't played is a, a man who just got caught stealing which is, you know, happening a lot. I've seen so many clips of a bunch of people just uh, like rushing in to an Apple store or a Gucci store or whatever and just ransacking the place, running in, grabbing a bunch of stuff and running out. They realize that apparently they can just get away with it. No one's going to come after them. It's very easy to rob these stores. Well, in the clip I have for you here, a man uh, was stealing from Macy's at the Arden Fair Mall in Sacramento, California. He thought he was going to get away with it, too. But it looks like multiple people grabbed onto him and wouldn't let go until the police arrived. Yeah, I see a couple. Here's the problem. The shoplifter is a black dude. The people holding him, not black. Things could get racial pretty quickly here. I'm already hearing people scream, let him go. That ain't right. Looks like uh, I think there's like a Mexican dude holding him and also a, uh, a white guy. Don't pull that George Floyd bullshit. I could see where you'd think that would be your best bet here, but. You're not on the ground. No one is on your neck. You're standing up. They're just like, they're like holding onto your arms. You don't need those things to breathe. He's also screaming way too loud for someone who supposedly can't breathe. Other people are now approaching, coming to the uh, black dude's defense, including a woman uh, who has a, uh, a sweatshirt on that reads hustle harder. There's a lot of noises here, so I don't know how much of this you want to hear, but it's a lot of a lot of I can't breathe. My 
My favorite part, God, I wish that this was the audio was better because at one point he literally says, I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue you for not letting me steal from Macy's. Can't wait to see how that lawsuit works out for him. I've got another little freak out here. This took place on a school bus. Yes, it's a student versus bus driver. I kind of like both of them, honestly. Rhonda, the bus driver's calling 911 on a student. This kid really does seem like a little shit. On the flip side, he makes a lot of good points here. Take a listen. Grow up, Rhonda. <laughs> like, I already like that he's using her first name. Like, you know that's pissing her off. Also, with a name like Rhonda, there's a 70% chance she is, in fact, a cunt. Bus driver, help. That sweet little girl. I want to go home. When, when will you start the bus? When 911 comes. Now, the reason why she called 911 is because the uh, the boy switched seats and sat next to a, a different student on the bus. And I guess that's a big no-no because Rhonda did not approve of the move. Okay. Yeah, please come. You're so fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, what was that? I said you're... Fucking F-U-C-K-I-N-G ridiculous. Bus driver, what does fucking mean? My name's fuck you and your bullshit. <laughs> it's spelled M-A-M-A-T-T space Y-A-T-E-S. I don't know what the hell that spells. Also, instead of calling 911, wouldn't the bus driver just call the, uh, like the dispatch, like the school. I want to go for the record to say we could all be home right now, but Rhonda had to stop the bus because I sat with another student. For the record, just by the way, we could all be home. Mm. But yes, me. Yes, Mr. Yates, we all could be home right now if you had moved out there. Shut your fucking mouth. I am sick of your shit. See what I mean? Like, I see both sides of the argument here. Rhonda's the bus driver, she's in charge. I mean, I think the power has gone to her head a little bit. Also, this kid is really swearing a lot at her. On the flip side, I don't know why, but I like this guy. It has been constant since I've been on this bus. You have targeted me for the stupidest shit. Yeah, apparently this has been going on for a while. Bus driver giving him grief. I'm sitting with a student, no problem at all. All these other students sitting with students, you don't have a problem with that, but when I sit with another student, you immediately tell us we can't sit together. You want to explain why? Yeah, Rhonda. Come on. Open your big fat trap, bitch. She doesn't no have a reason. Good, doesn't have no a good reason. answer. No reason at all. There's no reason why I can't sit with her, and you can't give one, and you know it. This is a bucket filling my bucket with bullshit, boss. <laughs> Because you're filling us with shit. How about you tell the PA how much bullshit you're filling us with? <laughs> I get the feeling that his father talks to his mother this way. He's, you know what I mean? I mean, your job is to simply get in a bus and drive us home. But instead, you make it difficult by complaining about everything. Yeah, like I could see a married couple talking like that. Linda, I've told you this time and time again. On Wednesdays, I work late. 
I don't know why we can't just have dinner at 7 p.m. You insist on having it at 6. Then I'm not here. Then you go crazy. It happens every week. You make this more difficult than it has to be. Then when I do get home, you complain about everything. 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 All the other bus drivers you have. Nobody else on this bus needs to be tormented by your language or what you No one's being tormented on this bus besides you because you have a problem with everything. Unfortunately, as is the case with a lot of these videos, uh, there's no real resolution. No other bus driver has cared. apologize to everyone else. How about you apologize for being a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't think students should be allowed to talk to people like that. You take your fucking stupid design jacket and go fucking drive a bus to a juvenile detention center. He's getting a little too worked up. All the other kids just want to go home. Just pick a different seat today. Get that bus rolling again. Well, that's where the video clip ends. Legend has it, they're still waiting for 911 to respond. All right, real quick before we get into the news today. I guess this is another U-Tard update. I can't help myself with these guys. I've got so many of them now. We've got This is a real golden era for U-Tards. That dude who believes everyone is a NPC character, not a real human being. He's back. Once again, he's uh, shopping. It looks like he's at a grocery store and he's going to antagonize some people. I'm such a give some more life examples. Oh, I see you guys are talking about dog training. I see you're talking about dog training. Anyone who owns a dog is evil because they're playing God. And you're liking controlling something. And you're making that thing get no, be no. evil. No. Yes, you are. Because no. as soon as you point at a squirrel or rabbit, it go chase it. Kind of like the Nazi SS were chasing Jews for Hitler. I'm sorry. He said a lot there. My mind is scrambled. You own a dog. You're evil. You're playing God. Also, dogs are like the Nazi SS going after Jews. Or witch hunts, motherfuckers were chasing. No, that dog is thinking that scientifically that dog is thinking that's what it's supposed to be over. There's a dog in the shopping cart, by the way. This guy, I don't know if he's like an animal support animal. It's like a little puppy, really. So it's trying to be the apex like you. And all it can do is just bite something by the neck and shake it till it's dead to be over it. It's not even trying to eat it. No, it's not. But if you point at something, it's going to chase something to bite it. Yeah, the man, I don't know why these people engage with, with this obviously insane person. But the guy was like, oh, not my dog. My dog's very sweet. Yeah, and you can see someone who's evil is never going to have any point because they only stop at ego protection. Because <laughs> it's not a person. Yeah, those two people that he just interacted with, NPCs, not real. That, that simple-minded that simple-minded loser never thought about anything like that. <laughs> and it's going to just mindlessly defend itself. That's how you can tell it's not a person. <laughs> I've been looking for an easy way to figure out if someone really is an NPC. Now, I know if you have a pet, you aren't real. Holy shit, I have pets. I apparently have a god complex. I'm a Nazi and I'm not a real human being. To be fair, it's not the first time some of those insults have been lobbed my way. All right. And with that, let's get into the... I don't deserve it. Oh, no. I have done nothing wrong in my life. Here's having a breakdown. I have never hurt anybody. I am an innocent man. I don't have any debt towards Emma Watson. I think he meant debt. I never received anything from Emma Watson that I have to pay for. I am innocent. Apparently Tamir received a bill from Emma Watson. At least that's what I made of this video. Look, I don't have a lot of time to spend on Tamir today. If you want to do a deep dive, 
get back to me. Well, what is Tamir freaking out about here? Is it just more of the same? Emma Watson and the AI making his feet tingle. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. Yeah, because Tamir was talking about how he doesn't owe Emma Watson anything, no money or anything. But And then earlier he was talking about debt, but he pronounced it debt, debt. I love that guy. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being Sideshow members. Could not do this without you. If you want to upgrade your account to a lifetime one and never worry about recurring charges again, you know what to do. Just email me, show at distortedview.com. I'll knock $50 off the normal lifetime membership price. Not a bad deal at all. Uh, to continue supporting DV, we have uh, an- another way to, uh, you know, give a few bucks every month. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Of course, every little bit helps. If you pledge five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, oh no, we've got a sad TikToker news story here. I mean, let's put aside for a moment that there's actual real suffering in this world. War, famine, people being displaced due to natural disasters, climate change, that sort of thing. That's upsetting, don't get me wrong, but an influencer was brought to tears because of some mean comments? Well, this is fucking front page news. A love-struck woman was left in tears after receiving cruel but understandable backlash over a cringy video she posted demonstrating a love surge with her husband. I saw this video, I don't know, a week ago or something. I did not feature it on the podcast because I didn't think it was real. I thought this was parody, satire, just people trying to troll us. Liliana Wilde. See, if I would have known her real name was Liliana, I would be like, oh, maybe this is a real video. She seems fucking ridiculous with that goddamn name. Liliana Wilde from Los Angeles has racked up nearly 200,000 followers on TikTok, where she documents sappy moments of married life with her husband of five years. Who the fuck wants to see that type of content? It's like the polar opposite of Distorted View Daily. I'm all about misery, fighting, gross stuff. Hardcore violent pornography, you know, typical DV fair, you know what this podcast is about. Her short little videos are all sappy and cutesy. That's not why any of us go online. We don't want to see this. I can't believe she has 200,000 followers on TikTok. Last month, the couple were met with a negative reaction when they decided to video and share what they dubbed the cringiest, most coupley thing ever. You can't be surprised when people dislike something that you yourself are calling cringy. TikToker Liana, Liliana, whatever the fuck her name is, stood in her kitchen as she said, this is called the love surge. Actually, I have the TikTok here. Even though she was devastated by the reaction, I noticed she did not delete it because she's getting lots of views. I mean, she's a whore, you know, TikTok whore. Can't fault her for that, right? Want to see the cringiest, most cuddly thing ever? This is called a love surge. And we do this when one of us has like so much love in our limbs that we can't contain it and feel like we're going to explode. So Sean is having a love surge right now and he's going to wrap around me. All right, let me paint you a picture of what's happening here. Uh, They're standing in their kitchen. He's behind her shaking violently like he's suffering from hypothermia or something. It's like, you know, he needs medical attention. He doesn't need to hug you. This isn't a love surge. This is a seizure. You shouldn't be expecting an embrace. What you should be doing is making sure he doesn't swallow his tongue. In the history of humanity, no one has had this happen when they're in love. 
shaking like that. A love surge. So Sean is having a love surge right now, and he's going to wrap around me and shake with the electricity of love until I <laughs> catch it too and start shaking, and then you explode with a love surge. <laughs> I'm reading the very first comment on TikTok. <laughs> Someone wrote, well, it's time to invest in a love surge protector. Uh, I feel so much better. Don't you? Thank you. You're welcome. And that's the love surge. I want to see these two fight. That's the TikTok I want. I want security cam footage of these two going at it. Like, I don't want them to know they're on film. I guarantee you, these two have massive blowout fights. Like, as violent as it can get without getting physical. Or maybe they do punch each other in the face. I don't know. Something isn't right here with this couple. Well, shortly after that video was posted, uh, she started getting hate, of course. And then uh, here's the follow-up video. She's visibly shaken up, and it's not because of a love surge. She's, you know, shaking up because she's crying here. Didn't expect like that much hate on. I didn't expect like that much hate on the video. Um, a lot of the duets and stitches were really funny, and I laughed a lot. I can take a joke and I can laugh at myself. Okay. But then some of the comments got really, really mean. <laughs> and now this is the type of content I like. This is giving me a love surge. Like wishing that like someone cheated on each other. Or wishing <laughs> that like DV on me. <laughs> DV. Well, that's kind of what I what I was uh, predicting there. That there was some domestic violence going on. I wasn't wishing it upon these people. I was just saying they seem like the type of couple who would beat the crap out of one another when things got dark. Or essay or like to, I don't know, life myself. And I think like if the goal was to make me sad, you did it. You won. All right. Um, well, score one for us, freaks. We broke someone's spirit today. You know, I woke up today saying to myself, it's going to be a great day. I didn't know how. I could just feel it, though. I'm not talking about the hilarious stitches or anything. I'm talking about, like, the really mean, yeah. hurtful comments. And, um, yeah, so. Okay, we want you. She wants us to feel bad for her. Okay, we get it. We understand why you're crying on cam. No one is fucking sincere on TikTok, so I'm sorry. I just, I can't feel too bad for you, especially because this video racked up 7 million views, and I know you're making money off of this bullshit. Cash that check, honey. Mission accomplished, by the way. That video got a lot of supportive comments, like, uh, I can't even lie that the love surge video made my whole body recoil, <laughs> but I can also appreciate the love between you two, and that's all that should matter. Someone else said, a very sad surge. A third commenter wrote, The mean comments are from people who have never had a love surge, and with that attitude, never will. Keep living in love and light. Yeah. In another follow-up, she knows if she keeps talking about love surge, you know, that's the only reason people watch her TikTok videos, I'm sure. So, you know, this is continuing to make money for her. Anyway, in another follow-up, the couple called the experience a roller coaster as they thank people for their kindness. I hope there's someone in your life that makes you feel love like this. And if you haven't met them yet, I hope you meet them soon. Sending you a big love surge, said Liliana. Why don't you just... No, no, that's unnecessary. Many other people told her to do that. I'll just sit back, smile, and nod my head. Yes, yes. Take their advice. Yes. The second story we have for you to jump. 
We've been playing a lot of uh, police body cam footage videos recently on the show. I can't believe we missed this one. Thankfully, uh, the news covered this story. That's how I found it. Wild body cam footage has been released showing the April arrest of an Ohio stripper. Aw, a whore from my home state. That warms my heart. All right. Uh, yes, apparently she was arrested and tried to flirt with the officer. She even asked to be tased because she likes it, quote, kinky. Zap my twat. 20-year-old Grace Spoonamore was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence in Brunswick, Ohio. I'm pretty sure I got, I got a speeding ticket there once or twice. On April 30th, 2023, she allegedly hit a Chevy Cruze with the vehicle she was driving before leaving the scene of the accident. The video starts off with the officer asking her to step out of the vehicle. She appears to be intoxicated and is asked by the officer if she's been drinking. She initially denies consuming alcohol. That's really nothing out of the ordinary. All drunk people deny being drunk. As the officer is escorting Spoonamore to his patrol car, she asks him to stop pulling her. He refuses to do so, and she responds by flirting with the officer. Let's hear some of that right now. Can you stop pulling me like that? Nope. Do you have anything in your pockets? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> I got all sorts of stuff in my pocket, like a hot twat! Oh, I don't that. know. You want to check me? <laughs> Search me real yeah. quick. It may feel intervised. All right, stop. Wow, she sounds both drunk and trashy. Sitting there. No, you don't want to stop. Are you on something right now? No. I just came for dinner with my trick. How much you have to drink there? Two doubles. Two doubles of what? Patron. Okay. So, yeah, she has been drinking. Police officer tricked her into confessing by simply asking her. While she was being questioned, Spoonamore called the officer a handsome man before telling another officer that she had six drinks three doubles of Patron. At one point, after refusing to give the officer her address, she identifies herself as a stripper. Things take a turn when she makes wild accusations about officers that work at the strip club. She starts kicking the inside of the vehicle, screaming, and she spits at officers before being taken in for processing. Let's turn back to the video now. So at least seven different officers want to report me as because I want to sleep with them because I work there. Okay. At that point, she's still being kind of flirty. She's like, I want to fuck a bunch of police officers. But things quickly turn. Just a few minutes later, she starts kicking the back seat of the car and the, the window's down and she's spitting at cops. You don't care. Take me to the office where your investigators to protect that and let me know. Did she just spit on you? Yeah. All right, she's going down. We're not going to test her. So, yeah, they, uh, they they decide to take her into the police station, of course. On the way there, though, she makes an interesting offer. They aren't doing shit in my favor. I ain't even did shit. I'll piss in your face. Only if you like it, though. It's interesting. The police officer doesn't respond to her there. I think he likes it. That's all the question. <laughs> For real. Do you have vehicle insurance? Don't worry about it, bitch. Is it through progressive? I got shit! I got shit! Alright? You understand that? 
You know, all that piss talk in the car must have been for a reason. You wouldn't let me go. Right. Step out. No, you wouldn't let me go. I couldn't hold it. Okay. And I pissed in it. She pissed herself. Okay, I'm counting out one. Oh, no, shoes. No, shoes. Shoes. Because I already pissed in your car. Alright. You can have it. Yeah, piss happens. Once inside the building, the officer started looking for a female officer to provide some assistance. While doing that, Spoonamar uh, was attempting to take her now pee-soaked pants off. As she did so, she left the blue box that the officer had asked her to stand in. He told her to get back in the box, and she responded by saying, You want to tase me? Do it. I like it, kinky. Spoonamore was later charged with suspicion of speeding operating a vehicle under the influence, obstructing official business, and simple assault on an officer. She was not charged for defiling a police cruiser, though. That was an honest accident. She's due in court for a pretrial hearing on September 18th. Oh, that was uh, yesterday. The actual trial is set to begin on October 2nd. So there you go. That's what's happening in Ohio. Final story we have for you to jump. Oh, looky here. We got one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida, our most fucked up state. Well, this one involves a neighborly dispute, which means this one also involves a shooting. A 78-year-old Florida man allegedly shot and killed his neighbor who was trimming trees along their property lines. Apparently, the... 78-year-old man had a problem with that. I'm so surprised there are still, like, tree-trimming property line disputes going on. I mean, have you people never watched the People's Court? Seriously. It doesn't matter if the tree is planted on your side of the property. If the branch is reaching over into their property, they're allowed to, you know, cut that shit down. Anything that's on their side. I mean, come on. Y'all need to educate yourself before you start blowing people away. The shooting was reported at around 7.13 p.m. Sunday. Apparently, this all went down about 45 miles north of Orlando. Brian Ford, 42, was trimming tree limbs along the fence line between the two properties when his neighbor, that crotchety 78-year-old Edward Droslowski, confronted him. Droslowski later told police that he threatened to shoot and when his neighbor didn't leave, he shot him. I'm a man of my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. Look, the dude was warned. And I think that's pretty much the extent of uh, Droslowski's defense. I said I was going to shoot. I shot. I can't get arrested for that. Droslowski was arrested for second degree murder. In a call to 911, his wife said that uh, her husband, quote, just meant to scare him. Oh, he scared him. Just before everything went cold and dark. In Droslowski's interview with police, he said he approached Ford and told him to get off his property. And Brian said something to the effect of, mind your business, followed by some cuss words. Droslowski said he pointed his gun at Ford. And then Ford allegedly said something like, you're pointing a gun at me. Are you going to shoot me? And then moved closer. Because don't forget, Brian Ford is also a Florida man. The story really involves two Florida men. Droslowski uh, said he told Ford to get off of his property, and Ford just kept moving closer. The 78-year-old told police he then said, Stop right now or I'll shoot. Droslowski told investigators Brian kept walking closer to him, and that's when he pulled the trigger for the first time, according to court documents. 
Uh, he said his firearm holds six rounds in the cylinder, but he keeps the first two empty for safety reasons. He's all about safety. He stated uh, Brian heard the gun click and then continued to advance towards him, so he pulled the trigger a second time. He advised this time the firearm went off and he shot Brian. Brzezlowski said he hadn't spoken to Ford in a few years and said they'd never had problems before. Brzezlowski said Ford never threatened to hurt or kill him, but he mentioned that Brian's reputation caused him fear. Two knives were found by Ford's body. Yeah, probably to cut limbs, you know, from trees, not people, like branches. Drozlowski said he believed the only thing he could have done tonight was confront his neighbor and said he didn't think about calling police because he did not think they would respond to something like this. Drozlowski indicated that he thought when he pointed the firearm at Brian, he would just leave his property. And he said uh, he was afraid Brian would have hurt or killed him if he didn't shoot him. Dude, you're the aggressor here. You're confronting him. You're pointing a gun at him. You're shooting him. He didn't lay a hand on you. It's funny because then then the old man started to lay it on real thick. I think what happened was he started to tell his story and what sounded good in his head didn't sound so good when he spoke it out loud. He's like, holy shit, I sound incredibly guilty. How about this? I have osteoporosis. And uh, if he pushed me to the ground, it would have hurt real bad. That's something he literally said. So you see, I had to shoot him, even though there was no indication <laughs> that he was going to get physical. Quick thinking on Florida man's part there. Well, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Tuesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Let's do a couple of patron calls today, and then we'll wrap things up. Jimmy Boo, what a do. It is Necro Foucher. I got two quick things for you. Uh, number one, I was listening to... Uh, the SXM Alt Nation Ooh, yeah. channel, whatever. I like that one. I like Lithium as well. The other day. Mm -hmm. And they have like this new music showcase thing. And guess who was on it? The, the DJ was very excited to play the new uh, Butch Walker uh, Marvelous 3, Magnificent 3, whatever it is. Anyway, it was, it was Marvelous of, 3, come on. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, you know. I'm looking forward to the whole album. The song is good. I like it. I've been playing it a lot. You know, I got to support my boys, but I am really looking forward to the rest of the album. I'm hoping that there's some real bangers on there. I immediately thought, hey, Kimmy Boo, it's, it's one of his favorites. Anyway, second thing, yeah. Friday show, you made a joke about the guy who's like fucking his car and it was like a carb joke <laughs> and I was already laughing. You didn't have to explain it. You didn't have to apologize oh, for it. I was already there with you. It was a very funny joke. Don't uh, don't doubt yourself, man. Yeah, I should never second-guess myself. Everything I say is hilarious. Hey, Tim. I mean, you know, come on. Hey, Tim, it's Ricey Fighter. Um, I just want to give a special shout-out to Scumhook because he is the best guy in the world. Oh, what did he do for you recently? So, like, you do you, man. Keep it up. And um, I want to get in on this uh, Mead's dad bullshit. Oh, okay. And I think... Mead's dad and Mead will die on New Year's Day because that's the day where most suicide does happen. Is so like a murder-suicide pact or something? What I think is going to happen is that Mead's dad's going to die and then Mead's going to blow his brains out. 
So um, this week I'm going to go steal my neighbor's goat and sacrifice him to the dark gods to make this happen yeah. because he deserves to die. I like how there are so many people participating in the mead uh, death pool when the prize for it is really unclear. What did I tell you guys I'd give you? Some DV merchandise. It's not about a big payout. You know, it's not about, you know, an extravagant prize. It's just, you know, it's a fun, it's a fun, it's just a fun thing. We're doing it for the love of the game here. Uh, So, yes, I have you down for 1-1. New Year's uh, 2024. What'd you do, Timmy? What'd you do? Hey, Lee's Comet calling up and, and just wanted to answer your question about what is my favorite book? Well, uh, of course, I am trained in the classics, and Ugh. so I have an affectation for things like Plato's The Republic or, or Seneca's Letters from a Stoic. Um, I have a particular penchant for the literature of the late 19th century. Think about something like Test of D'Urberville by Thomas Hardy. Wait, this isn't really Haley's Comet, right? There ever been a better... <laughs> this sounds like Pan Panis score pretending to be Haley's Comet. ...of the, the modern relationship and the effective power dynamics and the patriarchy of it. Uh, mm. But... Uh, you, I read you, highlights you, for children. I like Goofus and Gallant. Surprised. Uh, my, my favorite book is uh, is actually the little engine that could. Oh, okay. You know, the little golden book. <laughs> oh, I kind of ruined your 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 joke by pretty much saying the same thing. Because uh, every time a woman's seen my penis, she's always said, "I think I can. I think I can." I'm so mad at you, Mom. I wonder which one of my listeners has the smallest and the largest dicks. Anyone want to confess to anything? Like having a really tiny penis or a really massive one? For some reason, and maybe it's just because of his name that's that's making me think this, but Great Big Pete, I bet you, has just a ginormous hog. I don't know. I think he's got the voice for it, too. His voice suits a big dick. Hmm. Yeah. A listener did send me their Clona-Willy penis, but that's not going to be a contender for largest penis. I mean, you know, it's average, I, I think. It's kind of hard to tell what the clona willies. I don't know how much of the dick you actually get because it's sort of like cut off. You don't actually get like the balls with it. It's just like shaft and then head of dick. But I don't know how much of the shaft. I don't know if this is all of the shaft or if, or if, or if I'm missing a chunk of the shaft or what. Well, call in with any dick size confessions for me. Well, would love, and if you have the, you know, ladies, you can call in with I don't know, pussy lip dimensions. I I don't know, I don't know what I don't know what guys look for in pussies. Do you have a especially deep hole? Maybe we should just stick with tits for women. I don't know. Anyway, call, call in with your genital information, all of you, ladies and gentlemen. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it out, God? <laughs> Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. And I will see you back tomorrow for the Wednesday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Space-age guns, space-age funds, laser beams, laser beams. Pew, 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 pew.
This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.